Hello, everybody. This is Running Code, Humor in South Texas Law Enforcement. I am your host, T-Bone. As always, is my partner with me, J-Man. J-Man, say hi to the crowd. What's going on, man? It's J-Man, and we're here today, and we're here to stay. See, he likes to make love to the microphone. Uh, you got to be careful. <laughs> I don't drop anything around him. <laughs> so today, uh, if you're a you know, first-time listener or a long-time listener, we're all about finding humor. Uh, today, we're going to talk about sovereign citizens um, and how they can be hilarious at times. Uh, they're very misguided people, and we run into them a lot in law enforcement. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know how to deal with them. But if you have dealt with them, they're hilarious. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, J-Man, what are your thoughts on sovereign citizens before I get into actually explaining to the listeners what a sovereign citizen is? Um, yeah, just like uh, T-Bone said, sovereign citizens... I don't know. They're like a, they're like a magical rabbit hat. Instead of pulling out a rabbit, you're gonna pull out like a deformed orange or a rotten <laughs> banana, or, or, or like a the little blue spiked wing turtle shell from Mario Kart. It's gonna fuck everybody up. So, so I don't know, man. They're they're definitely a mixed bag of tricks. They can be hilariously funny, like, but at the same time, as we're as T Bone's going to explain, they can be incredibly dangerous. So. That's why they really are like a mixed bag. You know, the mystery flavor Kool-Aid packet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's them. Absolutely. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. It's, uh, it, so let me, let me tell you, listeners, what the definition uh, of a sovereign citizen is. And the sovereign citizen movement is a loose grouping of litigants, anti-governmental activists, tax protesters, financial machine promoters, and conspiracy theorists who adhere to pseudological concepts. And what that boils down to is they believe that the U.S. government has no power to, to make laws over them, that they are not beholden to state laws, that there's actually their paper man, which is their their straw man, their birth certificate. Their, their, and then there's their real man, their actual living self, and they live off the land and, and hold no no laws except the ones they believe in. Uh, they're hilarious. Their concepts are laughable and stupid. You hear the, the, spout, the, the stupid shit they spout off, and you're just staring at them like, this cannot be real life. And unfortunately, it is real life. This is exactly who they are. This is exactly how they are. And after a while, you just, it never ends well with these people. Um, and I'll tell you where they started. You know, quick history perspective of where the sovereign citizen movement started. It really started in the 90s after Waco and Ruby Ridge, after the government's mishandling of both those incidences. There was Aryan Nation, Aryan Brotherhood. Sovereign citizens stepped up. Their beliefs are we hold no, you know, we, we hold no loyalty to the U.S. government. They don't. I have no power over me. I don't have to pay taxes. I don't have to pay the laws. Uh, I don't need a license to drive. I don't need to pay county taxes, land tax. I don't need to pay none of that. And they are funny. They can also be dangerous. Like J-Man said, they can be dangerous. I've dealt with them quite a bit uh, between working in jail and then working on the streets. I've dealt with them on both sides, and they all pretty much spout the same bullshit. Uh, and sometimes you're trying to figure out if you're meeting a real solid true believer or you're meeting just someone who saw a five on YouTube video and thought that was just great. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the funny side of sovereign citizens. We're not going to talk about some of the tragic endings that have happened. Um, the West Memphis shooting where those two officers lost their lives because they had no idea what they were dealing with. It was a father and son sovereign citizens, and they gunned both those officers down. Um, happy ending. Both those two were shot to death by another officer in a Walmart parking lot not too long afterwards, and they mm -hmm. decided to shoot it out with law enforcement. So yep. kind of a semi-happy ending, honestly. Um, but that's how dangerous these people can be. Now, the majority of the ones we run into are usually 
They spout off a lot of bullshit, hoping you're going to sink your teeth into it. They are recording you, and then you're going to step on your tongue. Yep. And you're going to say something dumb, and then they got you. Uh, their whole goal is to confuse you and piss you off to the point where you stop doing your job and start thinking emotionally instead of rationally and logically. And unfortunately, there's videos out there. If you go on YouTube, listeners, go on YouTube, type in Sovereign Citizen, and it's hours and hours of entertainment on both sides. You're going to see officers that just lost their cool. And then you're going to see officers that maintain their cool, acting professionally. These guys just got madder and madder. And it usually ends the same way. Broken glass, cut seatbelts, screaming and crying at the end. Someone in handcuffs going to jail. Uh, I've done the broken glass, screaming and crying, cutting seatbelts. Um, so one thing I want to make clear, it is not illegal to be a sovereign citizen. That is their personal belief. The Constitution gives them that right. No matter how asinine we may think it is, that is their right. Mm-hmm. However, it stops being okay when it starts interfering with your duties as a peace officer or they're breaking the laws and then thinking they're not beholden to them. And that's when it kind of becomes a different story. But if they're being harmless and just they're spouting off this crap, whatever, let them say what they want. Let them think what they want. That's they have the right as a citizen to think however they want to. Oh yeah. We don't have to agree with it. Um, so I was a patrolman, then a gang officer, and then now I'm a traffic officer and I've dealt with them in all three of those functions. They, J-Man, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with them. You've ever had the pleasure of dealing with these idiots on patrol. I know you dealt with them in the jail. When you and I worked in the jail, we dealt with them in the jail. Yep. Have you dealt with them on the patrol side of the house? No. So not one where so you would see. Lucky. Yeah. Not one where you would see where you're immediately smashing a window. It's more or less the, well, I saw, you know, I saw and misunderstood the five minute clip on YouTube. Yes. And those typically don't end up with uh, broken windows, more like a bruised ego. And yeah, that's about it. A little education. And yeah. we just, we just keep pushing. I haven't had uh, the, the, the pleasure of coming across a sovereign citizen, but I'm very aware of who they are. And uh, at my department, um, I don't think too many officers there were aware of who they are either. You know, just in the, little, the area I work, they're not frequent. There is one though that came through and yeah, he was a little bit of a hassle, but yeah, he ended up getting arrested for uh, <laughs> for criminal mischief. <laughs> was he, this a warrant, or he so he on uh, site? He had he had traffic warrants, so he uh, came in to contest the uh, citations, and we ended up booking him then. Well, and we have holding cells prior to transport to the uh, the big county jail. So while he was in there, he thought it was uh, bright to uh, break a sprinkler, you know, in protest. A fire sprinkler? Mm-hmm. So not only did he get a criminal mischief, but um, because he also... It's breaking a uh, fire sprinkler is like the equivalent to like a kid pulling a fire alarm in high school. It's, it's yeah. a felony tampering fire equipment. Yeah, so got a twofer. Oh, well. Got a twofer. I guess he really... Like, well, and I doubt he'll learn his lesson. Well, well actually, no. He kind of knocked it off. We haven't seen and heard from him for a little while. He... He took care of those tickets. Um, so he's kind of just knocked it off. I guess he's starting to realize a little bit, hey, you know, maybe this is not working and I don't know the law like I thought I did. Or, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? These laws, maybe they do apply to me, you know? Yeah, judges, <laughs> folks, are more than happy to tell them exactly <laughs> how the laws apply to them. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's ever been in the courtroom with a sovereign citizen mouthing off to a judge, it is hilarious to watch and to watch the judge's face getting redder. And ultimately, the judge is going to win Oh yeah, every time. And so my run-ins with him have 99% of the time been a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, either it's a completely fake plate that goes by you that says sovereign or private citizen or <laughs> not for 
commercial use. And in their mind, they think they don't have to have a driver's license because it's not a commercial vehicle. I'm always very happy to disabuse them of this notion by pulling them over and explaining the law to them in third grade English that they can't possibly misunderstand. The whole goal of sovereign citizens is to confuse you on traffic stops, get you riled up, mm-hmm. get you to stop thinking you know, rationally and start using the emotion because how dare you uh, not listen to me? I'm a police officer. And honestly, all you have to do is just maintain your calm. You have a job to do. Yep. You have the law on your side. Mm-hmm. Know the law. Know your job. Do your job. It, it's those simple concepts. When I went to the police academy, and then what I told my trainees was, know your job, do your job, and you'll be okay. Oh yeah, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Um, some officers don't know as much as they think they do, and that's when they get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And they might, that sovereign citizen might have actually been correct, and now you're in court explaining that. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, you don't know. It is all you got to say is I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of officers have a hard time with that phrase. I don't know. Uh, they feel that people won't trust them to say, I don't know to the contrary. They might actually trust them a little more if they're willing to say, look, I don't know. So I'll find an answer. Yeah. But honestly on traffic stops, what is there really to debate? You have to have a license to drive. Yeah. You need to have insurance. Mm-hmm. You need to register the vehicle. It has to have a safety inspection. It, these are things that everybody has to have because you're operating on a road. Yeah. Well, when you pull them over, the funny always starts with, I don't need a license. I'm traveling. Okay. That's usually where you already know this is probably going to end badly. Oh, yeah. likely it's already headed downhill from there. There's no up from there. It's pretty much downhill. Trying to explain to them that, no, you require in Texas and every other state a valid license to operate any car, period. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then the fight's on. <laughs> and then they don't need to register the vehicle because uh, they're not paying taxes on it because I'm a citizen of the land. And <laughs> I fall into the Uniform Commercial Code. And what did you call it earlier? The, the uh, Articles the of Articles of Confederation. Yeah, the Articles of Confederation. and common law and they're a straw man and you know mm-hmm. and, oh my god it goes on and on and some officers get caught up in that back and forth with them mm-hmm. i don't get caught up in that back and forth sir are you refusing to give me your driver's license to identify yourself and i'll give them an out okay fine what is your name and your date of birth i'll give them an out <laughs> and nope i don't have to tell you that well now i already know where this is heading so i always get on the radio start me a tow truck start me another unit i already know where this is heading <laughs> there's no reason to stand there for half an hour and negotiate i told you what i needed you refused to provide it i asked you again you refused to provide it that's it conversation can be real short now oh yeah so i have had the pleasure of using crowbars on windows many times breaking out windows uh they refuse to take your seatbelt off i just pull off the old knife and start cutting the seatbelt off as they're screaming well, hold on to the steering wheel at the top of their lungs. They're usually one hand's pointing the camera at you, which is always, you know, who cares? I'm watching you too, except mine won't be edited. Then <laughs> uh, yanking them out of the car, putting them in handcuffs. Um, and to come to find out when you do finally get them identified, shockingly, most of them have warrants. Oh, yeah. And that's why they didn't want to identify themselves. And they thought that was their way out. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you have not violated their rights, uh, corpus delecti, uh, habeas <laughs> corpus. And you're just like, you sound like a moron. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know what moron is in Latin, but that's what you sound like. <laughs> So they they can be a lot of fun. You, like I said earlier, you have your two types. You got your true believers that they are hardcore. That's it. They're Montana militia, Idaho militia, mm-hmm. Washington State militia. Uh, you're not going to sway them. Nothing. That's it. That the fight's going to be on no matter what you try to do because they are they're bound, hell bound, determined to prove they're right. Yep. And then you have your knuckleheads that saw a five minute video and just think, well, that worked. And that phrasing worked. That officer was flustered. That officer was, you know, didn't do his job right. And I, I made, you know, that guy made millions. And those are usually the ones that really aren't going to be a problem if you stay calm and just talk to them. Eventually, they just, I tell them, how long we stay here is up to you. So you can either give me your license, uh, get you your citation, or your warning, and send you down the road. Or we're yep. going to stand here all day long until you hand me what I'm asking you. The, the non-true believers basically tend to just call it a day. 
Yeah. Here's my stuff. Yeah. Because they want to leave. Mm-hmm. The true believers will stand there all day long. Oh, yeah. So at that point, ask them, tell them, make them. Mm-hmm. Well, you're coming out of that car. Yep. Get some get some more units there because they may be armed. Good high possibility they may be oh, armed. Very high. Get units there. Get them into custody. If you're going to charge them a failed ID, charge them a failed ID, interference with police officer reports, do whatever you're going to charge them with. Hey, go about your day. Don't stand mm-hmm. and negotiate with them and end up on the news because you two start yelling at each other and nothing productive is being done. Yeah. So these are near and dear to me because I think they're a lot of fun. Um, I like to mess with them a little bit. Um, I don't overstep my authority or my bounds or my policy, but I just kind of have a little fun with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, when you when you dealt with them in the jail, and it's the same thing, they're still sorrow citizens, whether in the jail or whether on the street, the belief the beliefs don't change. Yeah. So you deal with any in the jail that you can talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember when the whole straw man thing was starting to circulate when I would work in particular, uh, living housing units. It's just, uh, it's just kind of interesting. And these were mostly with, uh, people who were detained that had felony charges because they're just looking, they're just looking for a way out. And this was the whole straw man thing came up and it's like, well, the, the state is charging the straw man in a way in that, you know, we're uh, we're collateral to mm-hmm. like to the government because our birth certificate is on a U.S. Treasury note. Yeah, there was yeah, a, lot, there's a lot of different things in there. And I'm like, well, straw man. Well, can you explain to me what the straw man is? He's like the straw man is the, is the corporate you, you know, because, you know, yeah. a, per- a corporation can be a person. I'm like, so I'm a corporation. Yeah. <laughs> it was just and, you know, if, if for anyone out there who's worked a county jail. You know that you just want to have dull points being in the unit, especially when you're doing overtime. So this is going to be the most interesting thing you'll probably listen to all day mm-hmm. is to talk about your straw man. <laughs> well, some of them only believe that deputies can enforce laws and they might actually listen to the deputy or maybe only the sheriff of that county because they are elected. Mm-hmm. They will flat out not listen to anybody in federal government. FBI, ATF, DEA, U.S. Oh, yeah. Marshals is not going to happen. Nope. Uh, municipal police officers, hit or miss. Yeah. Sheriff's deputies, most of the time they will. The one thing they all have in common, the true believers, is they will listen to the sheriff of the county because the sheriff is elected. Yep. So in their mind, that's an elected law enforcement officer, so we'll listen to him or her. Yep. Uh, that's kind of what we, we've seen here. Um, I've had them on traffic stops ask me, well, are you a constitutional peace officer or are you a police <laughs> officer? And I just go real shortly with, I'm a law enforcement officer. I need a driver's license. Just cut that off. I'm a law enforcement officer. Let me have your license. Because a lot of that is semantics. Like It is know, semantics. They're hoping they'll say, well, I'm a constitutional police officer. Right. Or because you know. a police officer enforces policy. So it's like, Paul, policy officer. Are you a municipal policy yes. officer? Or are you a constitutional peace officer? <laughs> yeah. So I've had both those runs. I just simply <laughs> state, I'm a law enforcement officer. I need a driver's license. Let's go. <laughs> I got a place to be, and so do you, clearly, because you were doing 90 when I stopped you. Oh, yeah. So clearly, you got somewhere you need to be, so how long do you want to sit here? That's one mean policy violation. You That's know? right. Yeah. Boss is yeah. all circling the water uh, cooler if I on don't, that one. If I don't stop you, I'm violating their policy of stopping traffic violators. <laughs> so this is the kind of idiocy you deal with, and it, it can be funny. They make you laugh and you scratch your head. And I pulled over a car where the driver was a sovereign citizen, but nobody else in the car was. And they were all looking at him like he was a moron. <laughs> And the passenger, she kept telling him, just give me your license and shut up. And he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real man living off the land and da, 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 da. And I'm, and I'm looking, I'm like, Hey man, listen to your woman. And he, he even said, fuck her. I was like, okay, I already know you're going to have a bad night. So you get stupid shit like that. And it just really makes you scratch your head. Like mm-hmm. wow, everybody else in the car thinks you're a moron. And then I, I always look in the car. Why are y'all with this dude? 
This dude clearly doesn't use his nugget. <laughs> so I like dealing with them, but you do have to be cautious. For the officer, brother officers listening, be very cautious, though. When they start that sovereign citizen traveling crap, be very cautious what you're dealing with. Keep an eye on their hands. Yep. Try to get them away from the vehicle if you can. And just start, um, a, start a cover unit just like and always, right, just right away. Always. Immediately when they start that, just ask for a cover unit and mm-hmm. then start a tow. You can always cancel the tow. Yep. But more than likely, he's going to end up at the back of your Tahoe. So you need to get the tower car towed and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nine out of 10, when you find the, the fake plates on the car, the ones you can buy on Amazon that say private or or citizen, anything like that, if you run the VIN number of the car, you're going to find out the car. I've had it a couple times where they did have actual registration. The car was actually currently registered and insured. What they're doing there is they're just trying to get you to pull them over. They are looking, they're out for a payday. They're going to have their phone on you or they're going to have a, a dash camera facing you. As you walk up on the car, um, majority of the time, though, when you're on the VIN number, no registration, no insurance, might be a salvage vehicle. Then they'll have a suspended license and probably 25 ticket warrants. Mm-hmm. And good, good portion of the time, criminal warrants. Yeah, yeah. And they're hoping that you'll just get so frustrated, you'll take whatever name they give you, cut them your ticket, and cut them, cut them loose down the road. Yeah. Uh, I don't play that game. I don't know any officers that do. If you can't definitively identify yourself, we're going to go down to the jail. And I'm going to get your fingerprints, find out who you are. And then if you turned out you have nothing, well, I'm going to walk out the front of the jail and tell you, good luck. Your car is over at this tow yard. Good luck. <laughs> and these guys are famous for paper terrorism where they will put liens on your property. Yeah. You don't get to know they're yes. there until you go to sell your property and find out you have a lien on your property and you had to have a judge remove that lien. So it's very hard to remove a lien. It's very easy to put a lien on. And these guys will absolutely put a lien on real quickly to your property. Oh, yeah. So it stops being funny when that happens to you. <laughs> um, they can be charged. The FBI has classified sovereign citizens as domestic terrorist groups. Mm-hmm. They don't fall under one one demographic. They are black, white, Hispanic, Asian, old, young, thin, fat. They're from the north. They're from the south. It, they're from everywhere. Yeah. They don't. They don't have an actual demographic you could point to, like a Harry and Brotherhood is going to be white. Mm-hmm. Mexican yeah. Mafia is going to be Hispanic. Yeah, they are everybody and anybody. So you always want to be cautious on any traffic stop. Honestly, it doesn't matter. You be cautious on any traffic stop until you know what you're dealing with. It could be just a little old lady who just blue-haired old lady, 88 years old, and accidentally ran a stop sign. I mean, yeah. Let's use our common sense, folks. Oh yeah. But if you see any of those fake plates pass you by, you can get on Amazon. Start a cover unit and then stop that car and have a conversation. And it's going to be an eye opener. If you meet a true believer, it's going to be an eye opener. And yeah, you're probably going to end up with a use of force. Yeah. And calling your boss out more likely a taser deployment mm-hmm. and start EMS. Yeah. Uh, I've had a few in that way too. Uh, they're more prevalent where, where I live and work. They're prevalent on the Southern side of the County. They're re- that's where they're really prevalent every now and then you run one North, but usually it's South. Yeah. And it's always been just traffic stops. I have dealt with them on calls for service. Uh, prior episode, we talked about calls for service. We didn't cover these guys. I've dealt with them in calls for service. They call because they still need a, an officer. But when you get there, all they do is talk shit. Yeah. And it's like, well, what'd you call for? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, you don't believe we have any authority, what the hell did you call for? <laughs> and they really don't have an answer. And the thing is, they'll tell you they don't fall into the laws of this country. But they're the first ones to tell you about the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, the Eighth Amendment. It's like, but I thought you don't. Or the and even the Fourth Amendment, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, but I thought you didn't follow the laws of this country. Uh huh. And it, it's a double-edged sword, and they they don't really have an answer for that. It's yep. not a phone. You lock them up with that. Well, oh, if yeah. you're not a citizen of this country, then do you have any constitutional rights? 
And oh yeah, I have constitutional rights, but I thought you said you're a citizen of this country that you're not beholden to its laws. So how do you have rights? Now, do they have rights? Absolutely. Yes. Wrong or right, they have rights. Oh yeah. But it's funny to hear their logic. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I don't, you don't fall under the laws of the country. How do you have any rights? <laughs> no, we know they have rights. That's why we don't pull them out of the car and start beating on them. That's not the goal. Yeah. The goal is to finish the 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 contact, whether it's citation, whether it's an arrest, and be done with it. It's not personal. Get it over with. Get it done. Move on with your day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these guys can make a lot of fun. Uh, is there anything you can point to specifically that you've ran into with these guys? Uh, kind of a common indicator besides the license plates. Um, they they really do love to use the whole, you know, I'm traveling. Yeah, that's their biggest thing, and that, and they really adhere. They adhere to a, a defunct system of government, which is. Which is really funny. Like one of the examples really is the Articles of Confederation. It's I, I I don't understand that. Like you're talking about Confederacy and Union days of early America. You wouldn't think someone would want to distance themselves from Confederate anything. And like you said, this ideology does not like just strictly adhere to white people. It's People across the whole racial spectrum, and it's just a head scratcher. Yeah. Oh, yo, you, you follow the Articles of the Federation? Yeah, I do. Oh, so are you a racist? No, 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 no. I'll just oh, ask him, oh, General oh, Grant or General Lee. I'm just. You're, they just say. you're confusing me, sir. <laughs> and I want to do the best to educate you and and end this interaction peacefully. But I'm having a hard time. Yep. It's just it's just weird. But yep. they always like to go back to the what they call Article 14, free inhabitant. Yeah. Okay, every, every, everybody's a free inhabitant. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why you have rights and you're a free person. Yeah. Um, you'll hear, I'm a freeman of the land, uh, stuff like that. Court, I'm a free man of the land. They'll yell at judges, interrupt them, will not cooperate with court proceedings, and it's a lot of fun when these judges lose their temper. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our good friends and fellow officers, Donut Operator, those of you that are listening probably know who he is. He has what's called Sovereign Citizen Bingo. And for those of you who play bingo, it's a card. It's four by four, and you have your squares, and you get four across or five across, whatever it may be, and you get bingo. And this is the kind of stuff on a sovereign citizen bingo card you're going to hear, which is call your supervisor, and they seem to think that merely mentioning the name of your supervisor, that's it. That's You're going to back off real fast and go, okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm going to call my supervisor because he's going to laugh too when he gets here. Uh, I know my rights. I don't know how many times I've heard that phrase, and I've yet to meet someone who actually knows their rights. I'm just waiting for the one person who actually does know their rights. Yeah. Um, you're getting sued. That one, you might actually get sued. Oh, you yeah. may actually get sued. Mm-hmm. And all you can do is just roll with the punches. Um, you can't do this, or they'll start spouting off crap out of Black's Law Dictionary. Um, I don't need a license. is always going to be. That's your number one. I don't need a driver's license. That's always going to be your number oh, one yeah, every time. One. As soon as you hear that, yep, try I'm traveling. Uh, those are your two indicators of what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have you fired and have your badge. Um, there's a long line of people who think they're going to have my badge, and I'm still waiting for someone to actually get my badge. Um, <laughs> oh, traffic laws are not crimes. That see, and yeah, I've heard that one. That is a yeah. Um, so apparently, doing 100 miles an hour through traffic, putting everybody in danger, is not a crime <laughs> in their mind. Oh yeah, because you know the victim would be society. Yes, the victim of society, but that, that doesn't count for much. I, I can't, I don't honestly understand their logic. And one of these days, I would actually like to interview a sovereign citizen. I think that would be a fantastic show for everybody to, to just watch that or listen to it and hear the kind of crap that's 
comes out of their mouth. It's going to boggle your mind. You, you, you can't believe these people are around you, surround you. And they're, they're not even really hiding. They'll be the first ones to tell you there were shirts that say posse comitatus or free man. And you're just like, <laughs> wow, they actually do exist. I'd always heard the legends of sovereign citizens until I actually met my first one. And I came away just as confused as most people are with the first time they beat them. Now I already kind of know what to expect, <laughs> but initially it, it, it confuses you. Um, so for the officers out there listening, if you've not had any run-ins with sovereign citizens and maybe you've gotten lucky and they're not prevalent in your area, I do suggest you do research on the odd occasion. You're going to run into one that travels yeah. quote unquote through your area. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause sometimes they travel on the highway. Uh, the best piece of advice I can give you be calm, be know your job, do your job. Don't let them suck you into any BS conference. Don't take any paperwork to hand you. Don't take any paperwork to hand you. They're going to try to hand you the articles of confederation, the uniform commercial code. Don't take anything from them. All you need from them is their license. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> Don't let them hand you a giant stack of papers. They'll roll their window down about two inches. So the hell what? Yep. Get their license. It, it is what it is. Don't don't engage them. Be cautious. Call for a backup unit. And then enjoy the idiocy. And you'll enjoy writing that report because even the, the DAs you turn the report into are going to scratch their heads and just watch the video and just kind of like laugh until they cry. Because then they have to prosecute this case and they already know what kind of idiocy they're going to have to deal with. <laughs> so... Folks, that was today's show. And before we leave, we would like to honor another fallen officer who lost his life in the line of duty. Uh, for those of you who may or may not have heard of it, is Fairway Police Department in Kansas. His name was Police Officer Jonah Oswald. His end of watch was Monday, August 7, 2023. Police Officer Jonah Oswald succumbed to gunshot wounds he received when he attempted to arrest two subjects who fled from officers in a stolen vehicle. At 7.30 a.m., Lenexa police responded to reports of a stolen vehicle in Mission. As they attempted to apprehend the subjects, the male and female fled, hitting one of the Lenexa patrol vehicles. Officers from neighboring agencies, including the Fairway Police Department, assisted in the pursuit on Interstate 35 until the subject crashed their vehicle and ran to the quick trip at 4700 Lamar Avenue in Mission. Officer Oswald and other officers entered the store, and when officers attempted to arrest the subject, gunfire broke out. Officer Oswald was critically injured, transported to the hospital where he succumbed to his wounds the next day. The male subject was shot and killed. The female subject is in custody and charged with aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. Officer Oswald was a United States Army Reserve veteran who had served with the Fairway Police Department for four years and previously served with the Buckner Police Department. He's survived by his wife and two children. Listeners, we'd like to take a moment of silence for this officer and brother in blue. All right, listeners. Well, we thank you for joining us today on another wonderful episode of Running Code. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you tell your friends. And uh, we'd like to see you again when you come back for the next episode. And we'll keep finding the funny. As always, officers, brother officers and sisters, be careful out there. Watch your six. This is the public. Always back your brothers and sisters in blue because we're here to help you. J-Man, anything to add? Everybody just stay safe. Again, watch your six. And please, please, please look out for each other and be there for each other. Amen to that. Everybody, we're out of here.